right, it is episode 296 of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. It is the Sunday matinee edition. This week, I'm Elio He's Ben. Ben, what's going on? It is the Royal Rumble pre-show, and yes, we are here again. I call and... Royal Rumble pre-show already. I can't wait for next weekend. Yes, I, you know what, it, it is the 27th, and, um, for the, I, I'm I'm not going ahead in time. It's just the Royal Rumble is on the 27th, and um, yep. Usually we would do a pre-show on uh the Tuesday of that week, but we moved it up a smidge because we have the return of Tuesday timeline on uh on Tuesday. Well, um, we don't really have much to talk about this weekend wrestling because uh, the only good show is Raw. Well, you, uh, you uh, know, it, luckily for us, the structure of our show is a little bit different than wrestling POV. Yeah. That's not a knock on POV at all. It's just that I actually quite enjoy when we can skip talking about the crap. Uh, over yeah. on um, POV, especially when it comes to NXT, because quite frankly, folks, NXT just drives me insane. Yep. Uh, to to the point where I need medication. Um, and uh, but you know, the one the one positive thing is that it does uh give us content uh for the show, and you do get to hear me rant. Uh, which I've been told by Elio is entertaining. Um, so unless he's lying to me and he just puts up with my bullshit. No, it is um, entertaining. We just have we just have to cut it down because you when you go on your rants, you go, it's a long process. <laughs> and a long entertaining process. <laughs> a, a long process, you did. He says, yes, we, um, but I don't think that's entirely the reason we changed the format of, of the show. Um, but, um, but yeah, man, this is going to be a, a fun, uh, pre-show. I personally like the Royal Rumble more than any other show on the WWE calendar. Now, I'm tell you I, oh, sorry, go on. And I, I do, I am looking forward to uh, bringing back Tuesday Timeline because it feels like it's been forever uh, since um, since we've done one of those. Now, so, what we're going what we're gonna to do is, because it's Royal Rumble on Tuesday, uh, we're going to be doing looking at Royal Rumble 89, and on uh, next weekend is the Royal Rumble on the 27th, so we're going to draw numbers for both events. Absolutely, because, and, and we're and we're gonna see if Ben could win back to back rumbles, eighty and eighty nine. Yeah, you took the uh, you took the words right out of my mouth because the last time we drew numbers, I actually won because I drew number thirteen, and that was um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan's entrance number in Royal Rumble eighty eight, which he won. Yes, sir. Okay, and um, of course, we're bringing New Japan into this as well, and like I was telling you off the air, these Road 2 events are not pay-per-views. They're like, they're like, 
New Japan's version of WWE live events. But the only thing is, there's really no storylines in New Japan. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm becoming um, aware, more and more aware of that the more shows I watch. So they do have another show today, um, The New Beginning. And uh, those results I'll have on, I believe I'll have them next uh, week, on next week's episode. However, this today I have the results from last night's New Beginning in Nagoya. So, Ben, okay. should we, uh, should we uh, do those first before the week in wrestling? Yes. All right, so New Japan, the new beginning in Nagoya from the Aki Prefectural Gymnasium. So, Ben, you're going to be so happy when you hear this card. You're going to be so happy that we don't actually cover these. Um, I'm, I'm sure, especially if you uh, prefaced it like that. On the dark, sh- on the kickoff show, we had one match. Katsuya Murashima defeated. And Shoma Kato go into a 10-minute time limit draw. Yay. The first match on the card was a tag team match with the team of Ren Narita and Yujiro Takahashi defeating Shota Yumino and Tomoaki Hanma. Followed by a 10-man <laughs> tag team match. <laughs> With Alex Coughlin, Clark Connors, David Finley, Drilla Maloney, and Gabe Kidd defeating Caleb Newman, Francesco Akira, Hanare, Jeff Cobb, and TJP. Ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, before LAO continues, I just want to clue you in on something since we're not a video podcast. When Elio was going over that second tag team match, he had this evil smile on his face because he, <laughs> un- he understands how much I hate back-to-back tag team matches. Proceed. Now, Ben, would you like to take a guess at what the fourth match was? Let me guess. It was another tag team match, player. With a team of Sho and Yoshinobu Kanemaru defeating El Desperado and Master Wado. Oh joy! In match number five, an eight-man tag team match. Good lord! With Kosei Fujita, Mikey Nichols, Shane Hastings, Zack Saber Jr. defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazushika Okada, Togi Makabe, and Tomohiro Ishii. Match number well, six. Sorry, well, go on. that match I wouldn't have minded, but Jesus. Match number six, a 10-man tag team match. <laughs> we had Doki, Sonata, Taichi, Takamichinoku, and Yuya Yamura defeating Bushi, Hiromu Takahashi, Shigo Takagi, Tetsunaido, and Yodasuji. Then we had a 10-minute Ishimori ring fit match for the New Japan King of Wrestling, King of Pro Wrestling Championship. Uh, that was uh, the Kings of Pro Wrestling uh, Battle Royal uh, that took place at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. So, the Great Okan defeated Taishi Ishimori to become the new champion. Match so number... What, Sorry? What was the point of crowning Ishimori in the first place? Exactly. I, I, I'm not a fan of the Great Okan. 
And match number eight for the New Japan Strong Open League Tag Team Championships. <laughs> El Fantasmo and Hikaleo retained their titles by defeating Chase Owens and Kenta. Are you taking special pleasure in torturing me with this shit? <laughs> and in the main event for the Never Open Weight Championship, Evil defeated Tomatanga to become the new Never Open Weight Champion. Oh, very cool. So, seven tag team matches, is that right? By seven that count? tag team. Oh, let me see. Uh, there was actually six. Oh, my God. Yeah, six tag team matches. <laughs> Thank God we didn't have to cover that one, folks. <laughs> but so, I will have the results from tonight's show on the. On the following episode of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. But right now, Ben, when do we get into the week in wrestling? Absolutely. So all right. Go on. So we um we get um to open the show, we get a Martin Luther King uh tribute video, which which I always appreciate because you know, we gotta we gotta pay tribute to the legends of, of the states, and, and you know he's he's definitely one of those that we should pay tribute to. So I always appreciate that. And then Seth Rollins made me very nervous because typically when this happens, we have a title change. And when I say it, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Okay. Seth Rollins made his way into the into the arena carrying his daughter, and. The, the last time we had a um, a uh, child appearance while while their parent was having a title match was Chad Gable and Chad Gable lost to Gunther in that match and we had a crying child on our hands and so I'm like oh my God here. Please, um, for the yeah. sweet love of God, do not give the championship to gender the modern day Maharaja Mahal. So thank God we avoided that, but we'll get more into that as the review uh, progresses. So, um, so getting into the meat and potatoes of the show, um. First high point I had was uh, J.D. McDonough and Dominic versus DIY. Um, yep. And secondly, I had uh, Xavier Woods versus Ludwig Kaiser. I got to tell you, Elio, I really um, like this new version of Ludwig Kaiser. And the way the way that they handled uh, um, did, did, did you see his t-shirt? No. You didn't notice his t-shirt? No, what was it? They took the CK logo, they removed C they put L, they put LK in the CK logo. What, like Calvin Klein? Yes. Did you notice? Uh no, I'll have to go yeah, back and take they, a look. <laughs> Yeah, apparently he's got the Kelvin Klein logo on his uh, T-shirt, only it's LK. Oh, God. 
<laughs> now, now, WB loves doing this. He loves to create trouble for themselves. They did it with Tiffany Stratton uh, with uh, using the Barbie doll logo for her name. Yeah, well, the, um, WWE isn't known for being particularly original, I guess. Right? I'm like, I'm pretty sure that uh, Kevin Clyde would have something to say about that if they saw that logo. Yeah, definitely. Um, but the match was definitely a high point, and I love the fact that uh, Ruth A. Kaiser has, um, with his new edge, ingratiated himself to uh, Gunther again. His name is Walter, <laughs> you fucking goons. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but um, over on SmackDown, I did get a happy moment, which we'll talk about later on when it comes to name changes. Yep. Um, so uh, the next high point was, um, let, let's see. Scrolling down, scrolling down. I keep scrolling. So hear me out with this one. I'll give... The match with Jinder and Seth a high point, right? Because I thought I thought the match was good. Mm-hmm. What what was it? Fantastic? No. But no. was it worthy of a high point for for a weekly show? Yes. Now here's where here's where we run into I don't want to say a problem, but here's where we run into a little bit of a caveat. Because injuries can happen at any time, right? We we understand that. Regardless of, of who's in it, regardless of the circumstances surrounding it, you know, in with the nature of the business of pro wrestling is injuries can happen at any time for any reason. You know, it's it just the kind of goes with the territory. But that being said, uh, Seth Rollins injured his knee at some point dur- during the during the match with Ginger. I was unable to see the spot where this actually happened. I I couldn't pick it up. Um, and so as a result, it's being re- reported that he has a partially torn meniscus. And a torn MCL. Now, I we've we've yet to uh, hear how long he will be out, um, and I don't want to I don't want to guess as to that because I don't I pride our show in being accurate and truthful, and the last thing I want to do is is say something and then come Monday it's like oh he'll be fine you know he'll be good. I guess uh, I got I got to see though. Well, poor Cora Jane. She's got such bad luck because she's going to be out for a year with an ACL injury. And she just came back. You know, she's starting to be like the new Tegan Knox or something. Um, So I I do feel bad for her as well, to your point. Yeah. Um, But, but, um, so, so Seth will be addressing his injury um on raw come monday which which in and of itself i i do feel safe in saying that historically that's not a good sign when when no. when a talent has to address 
an injury scenario on Raw. Now, so I have a question though before you go on. Sorry. Yeah. Um, if like you know, when Seth addresses his uh situation on Raw, his injury. Um, if he has to, if he's has to miss WrestleMania, what, what do you think they're gonna do? I think um I think it will end up being um I think it'll end up being like C uh CM Punk um versus um I well it would probably end up being CM Punk versus Cody. Okay. Um, because because he's and I say that because he's already teased to be in a promo with Cody on Monday. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Cody could uh be on both nights of WrestleMania. And and by the way, when I when I say that. I when I when I mentioned that prediction, folks, I'm not saying that's a good idea. I'm not. I'm not a proponent of that. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm just saying that that's an option. And to be honest with you, I, I may be in the minority here, and and this, and, and we're gonna get back to Raw in a second, but I would rather see CM Punk versus Cody, than the than the Rock. You know, versus Roman. I'm sorry. Okay. Right. It's it's just that you know, I I think the ship has sailed with um with the bloodline, especially. And I I was really thinking about this with with the fatal four way coming up at the Royal Rumble because I knew we, we were going to be talking about this extensively throughout the week leading up to the Rumble, not only with this show, but, you know, the show on um, Friday and then Saturday. And then we also, we, Elio and I, also have a show on Sunday for our own post show. So you get us three days in a row. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, but, so Im imagine this, right? So we have the fatal four way coming up at the Royal Rumble, right? Okay. Well, what ha what happens if Roman retains, and arguably he should? Okay. That's not that, that's not my argument, but let's let, let's say once again that he retains because so, someone from the bloodline helps him and inserts themselves. And create shenanigans, and that—that's how he retains again, because that's how Roman Reigns always retains during this legendary run of his. And you know, numerically it is legendary, but to be honest with you, I have been very unimpressed with this run by Roman Reigns, regardless of WWE's attempts to make it legendary, and um. I I don't I don't know what it is because the first half of the run I was very impressed, but like the second half of it, and 
now that they're so focused on the numbers, I don't give a shit. And that's not against Roman, because Roman's not doing anything wrong. Sorry, sorry. Speaking of numbers, Ben, you have numbers uh, for for the show, right? That we're going to go over at the end? Yeah, we can do that. All right, right, cool. Um, but you know, it's just it's just frustrating to me, folks. And I, and I was I was thinking about this. If they end up doing that again at the Royal Rumble with Roman getting help to retain at the Royal Rumble, this makes absolutely no sense because you know he could have he could have done so much to avoid the the fatal four-way in the first place if he had lived up to what he said he was going to do with his appearance on SmackDown. Elio, did he not say that he was coming to fix the situation on SmackDown? Yes, he did. Well, what situation did he fix? None. Did he fix the gray in his beard with just from a hair dye? <laughs> <laughs> because he certainly didn't fix the little four-way situation. You know, right. and, and, and for my money, for, for for my money, Nick Aldis is making him and Paul Heyman look like his bitches. Right. I, I'm loving Nick Aldis's work. <laughs> now, I, I can't, it's me, sorry. Okay, you know what? We'll get to Nick Aldis on SmackDown. But it's because it's because of it's because of all of this with Nick Aldis that I that I think um, Roman Reigns needs to win clean, especially especially now because because this past week he officially passed um, Bruno San Martino um, for like the second longest like combined reign, which okay. is which. <laughs> I can see Elio is so impressed. Which, Bruno still has the longest. I mean, come on, it's had like eight years. Well, yeah, but well, we know how WWE likes to play with numbers. Come on now. I know. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. Just stop. Okay. No one, no one, no one, no one's gonna pass Bruno's record. Stop. Stop it. it. Don't do that. Exactly. Don't make me mad. They're, well, I love it when you get mad, especially when it's not aimed at me. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I, I, I don't mind aggressive entertainment. But so um so getting back to uh getting back to uh, Monday Night Raw, uh low points. Um let me scroll back up to the to the top. Okay. Low points, uh, Chelsea Green and Piper Niven versus Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. I'm sorry, I can't. I, this may be unfair on my part, but I can't bring myself to care about the women's tag division. It's very difficult. Um, right. And then uh, the next low point, Akira Tozawa versus Ivar. I know I pissed Clay off. But I really don't care in this instance, Elio, because I weigh more than Akira Tozawa does. Yeah. I okay. have more muscle tone than Akira Tozawa does. 
Okay. I'm in a wheelchair. Three of my limbs are affected by my disability. And I have more muscle tone than this guy does. And what the hell is he doing? You know, defeating a 300-pound monster when he's got a comedy gimmick. What the fuck is going on? Explain! But aren't you that's a comedy gimmick? I, I hate comedy gimmicks in wrestling. And yes... Our truth is an exception, but he's not in the ring beating three hundred pound monsters. But, yeah, but Santino was comedy. He was gold. You know, we got the big mouth John Cena. Well, we, we <laughs> come on. Except, 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 disagree. Except, except his Santina persona was uh, that well, was bad. that was painful. Yeah, that was painful. <laughs> but. Okay, so at least you agree with that. Yes. We're not a complete lost cause. Okay. <laughs> um, and then uh, the next low point was uh, Tegan Knox and Natalia versus Shayna and Zoe Stark. I don't get um, this team of, she- of uh, Tegan and Natalia. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Although It's I'm weird. Not, I know, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but on the other side of things, I really like the tandem of Shayna and Zoe Sark. Yeah. I do like that tag team. But that's all I had for Monday Night Raw. What did you have? No, I pretty much had the same high points and low points as you are for that for Raw. Uh, I will add to the high points, the real rippling Becky Lynch promo. Yeah, that was that was really good. You yeah. can sign me you can sign me up for that for Another the Royal Rumble War WrestleMania. I think I think they're going more long term for that and setting that up for WrestleMania. That's what I would do. Yeah. And um that's all we have for Raw, I guess, right? Indeed. NXT is gonna be short. I only had one. I only had um, one high point that was about the women's battle royal. Everything else was crap. Yeah, um, and I especially, I especially like the final four of, uh, of that uh, battle royal. I like that. I like this. Roxanne Perez and uh, Lyra Valkyria. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be a good match. But as for the rest of this show, folks, I don't know if you, I honestly, what the fuck. You know, now, granted, you guys know that I have always been a fan of NXT Black and Gold, but but even even if even if this NXT brand didn't exist in the shadow of NXT Black and Gold, I would still say this version sucks. Yeah, because, no, it, it, yeah, this version. Well, first of all, why why is Shawn Michaels there? Why are you there? Stop! You don't know how to book a show. Just make it stop. And furthermore, and I'm not gonna name names, but these people know exactly who they are. For those on my friends list on Facebook, yes, I'm talking to you, you, my fellow wrestling promoter friends. Uh-oh. Who say that 
Shawn Michaels is doing such a wonderful job. Oh, he's NXT. not. <laughs> and since when does it? Since when is Ava Rain Shawn Michaels' assistant? What? You you can fuck right off with that. Make <laughs> <laughs> it stop. Oh my Please. god! Just stop. Are we done with NXT? Because I can't take. Yeah, no, we're, we're done with NXT. I got nothing more to add. And I think we can get uh dynamite in. It, it would. Yeah, yeah, we have we we have time for dynamite. Yeah, with nine and a half minutes. We should be um, a short one. Yes, exactly. So, um, high points. Um, Christian Cage versus Dustin Rhodes. Even yep. though it was just a match to put on a match with no build whatsoever, this is my most common complaint with um with AEW is that they put on matches and there's no there's no build whatsoever. This uh, is the build. This is the build. He confronted Christian Cage on Collision and demanded a championship match on Dynamite. Oh joy! Yeah, well, guess that's what? the, that's the logical... bill. That no, I'm saying that's the bill. It sucks. That there was yes. no bill. Stop it. Yes. Well, I don't watch Collision, so I, I must have missed that. Um, I, I just happened to see the video on Instagram when I was. But having said that, the match itself is very, very good. Yeah. I I can't I can't bullshit. Although, my God, um, Nick, Wayne, Nick Wayne was losing his mind at ringside. He's such a bad actor. I know. <laughs> can we stop with the Nick Wayne stuff? And even more importantly, can we stop with the Shane Wayne bullshit, please? Ben, what? Ben, how dare you? You blew up, mother. How yes, I... What is wrong with you? <laughs> I, I will boo that mother anytime I want to because it's perfectly fucking justified, you fucking dude. I did a better impression of that than Shayna Wayne. How dare you? The only reason people might not boo Shayna Wayne is because she's considered a hot mom. You know? And oh, okay. Because these incels can't get their rocks off any other way. I don't know. But, you know, I don't... Fuck. Just, just you know what? That, that's going to that's gonna be my line. Every time I hear something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, How dare you? <laughs> well, you do it in a much more entertaining fashion than Shane Wayne does. So you know what? I second that notion. Um, but uh, the 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 next high point was um the Briscoe family tribute to Jay. Oh, okay. um, you know what? I saw that video. Holy, that was such a that was a sad video. I. I kind of got tears watching that video. Yeah, I did too, and and that's yeah. not that's not something that's easy to pull off with me because oh. th those that know me um will will tell you that I'm I'm pretty stoic. The only one that can really read my emotions well uh, is my mom. That's about it. Um and um. 
but when when his daughter came out and she was walking and everything, uh, uh she was significantly uh messed up by the accident. Um, yeah. Uh, doctors feared that she would be paralyzed. Um, so it it was from a human perspective, it was just a really good moment. Um. Let, let, let's see if there were any more high points. I don't think so. Now, no, there weren't. It's... Low points. Everything else. <laughs> well, yes, but but specifically, Bullet Club Gold beating Mogul Embassy for the um ROH Six Man Tag Team Titles. Again, and I, and, and, I, and now we're forming another faction, the Bang Scissor, the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. What? What the fuck is that? Yeah, Leo was sporting. You heard it here, folks. Never in my life did I did I think I would ever have to say the. Or hear, have to hear Elio say, I can't even speak the English language correctly because my circuits are, are shorting out because of this bullshit. I had to witness Elio say the Bang Bang Sensor Gang on our show, the VNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. What the hell? Make it stop. And another <laughs> one, and another, another little point of freaking the, the fucking young bucks, you know what? This new character, this is not a new character. This is just the same young bucks. They're still immature children, okay? Refer to us as Matthew and Nicholas. No, we will not. Shut up. Well, they were always immature children. Look that's at, what I said. That's what, no, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. This is not a new character they got going. This is the same thing. They're still yeah. immature children. They've always well, been. Look at them doing a victory lap on Collision. Uh, you know, after the final bell when uh, CM Punk got fired, fuck you. Um, Just and then EVP my ass. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, look, listen, listen, listen to the listen to the Dean Elio Canella. He knows what he's talking about. And then, um, you know, no conversation about this episode of of Dynamite would be complete without mentioning the low point that was. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Hook. Now, look. If, uh -oh. um... Uh-oh. Did you just hear what you said? See what you just said? No. <laughs> now look! Oh, yeah. Well, I took, I took your line. Now look. It makes absolutely no sense, and there's no justifying this, regardless of your opinion of the match. It makes absolutely no sense that Hook would get a world title shot. I don't care what you say. There's no justifying it. Shut the fuck up. And who yeah, kicks and out? If you're a and hooker who kicks justifying out? This, I'm sorry. And who kicks out of a muscle buster at one? Stop that. No, one should, be, no one should be kicking out of Samojo's muscle buster. Let alone at one. I mean, you know, I, I asked you guys this on, on POV. Has anybody ever kicked out of the Muscle Buster? No. One? Nope. No. I mean, this is the same move that broke, uh, you know, Tyson Kidd's neck, and you're going to yep. kick out of it at one? Fuck right. you. Um, no. No. Um, so, 
So, yeah, it, it made no sense for him to be the first challenger. Um, number two, he's kicking out of muscle busters. Uh, number three, um, and, and, and this is this is my biggest problem, okay? Realistically, outside of the week leading up to uh, to the match, there was no build to this match whatsoever. And when it's a, uh, I, I know, I see it, uh, when it's a world title match and it's someone's first defense, there's got to be a build, there's got to be a story, not not two promos to justify a 20-something kid getting a world title shot. You know Yeah, what, you, you, you goons. you, you know what, and you know what, he's getting mad at a quesadilla in his, in his, in his, No, 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 it was a pizza. Slice of pizza. oh, I thought, I thought it was a quesadilla, No, no, no. I'm sorry, So, so um, did Clay. No, no, it was a piece of guy. I saw the promo. It was ridiculous. Yes, it was. And you know what? It's so ridiculous that we need a 10-minute break for the steam to stop coming out of my fucking ears. By the way, fuck you, Hook. Stay tuned after the break for more. All right, we are back. Then, Ben, we're done with AEW. Yes, Yes, sir. folks got gotten on our last last good nerve. Yeah. I don't know if we ever had a good nerve when it comes to Hook. All <laughs> right, our last bad nerve. There we go. Exactly. He turns our good nerves heel. Exactly. I like that. <laughs> All right, so on to SmackDown. Then what do you got? So, uh, for well, first of all, before we get into high points, usually when Roman Reigns is uh, on the show, usually that means we have a nice story-driven narrative. It's going to be a show that makes sense. Yep. You know, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a nice logical two hours. I don't have to get angry. You know, usually it's it's a smooth sailing evening. That was not the case on Friday because the stated reason why he came in the second he came through the metal detector and he was greeted by the rest of the bloodline and he didn't he didn't uh He didn't greet Jimmy the way he wanted to be greeted. Was um, was that you know, they didn't fix the issue so that he was here because he had to fix the issue as always. And the the issue that he was referring to was that he was now stuck in a fatal four way for the uh, universal title at the Royal Rumble. Of course, that being against LA, against L.A. Knight, Randy Orton, and A.J. Styles. Yes, exactly. L.A. Knight, yeah! <laughs> and you got the Randy Orton pose down. Very And good. AJ Styles. Exactly. Sometimes I really wish we were a video podcast. Since we're not, since, since we're not I have to narrate these things. Um, like Vincent Price and Thriller. Except I'm not that good at it. Um, but um, but so that was the stated purpose. But but by the end of the night, we still had a fatal four way. And and what makes that what makes that even more stupid, folks, is 
<laughs> I just, you know, because my, one of my big things on this show is logic. What And what makes Roman Reigns and the bloodline look more stupid by the end of the night is the fact that Roman Reigns signed the contract for, <laughs> yeah. for a fatal four-way match at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, what are you doing? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Now, granted, granted, Nick Aldis did have them over a barrel because, you know, at first, Paul Heyman said, we're not signing that contract because our lawyers haven't had the chance to uh, look over it, let alone I haven't had the chance to look over it. And, he, and Nick Aldis was like, that's absolutely fine. I'll just make it a triple threat match for the vacant Universal Championship, and of course, um, you know, uh, Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman walked backwards faster than Michael Jackson moonwalking through a wall. Um, but um, it just, but by the end, it didn't make any sense. So that was that was my biggest overall low point with Monday night or with Friday night SmackDown. Um, now, match-wise, match-wise and segment-wise, we'll, we'll start the high points and, and low points like this. So, first up, we have... Ben, uh, Ben, Ben. Yeah. I'll be right back. Okay. So, while Elio steps aside, because he doesn't want to deal with, with SmackDown, um... The the first low point I'm gonna give is Carlito, Joaquin Wild, and Cruz del Toro against um against Legado del Fantasma, the new Legado del Fantasma with Angel Garza and Hel- Humberto Carrillo, along with the original Santos Escobar. Um, you know it just. It, it really wasn't a good match. I don't I don't think so. At least I don't think so. And then um I would also give um another low point to the the uh Kevin Owens show with Logan Paul because as much as I've always admitted that Logan Paul impresses me in the ring when it comes to segments, that is not the case. And it it just it annoys me. And I know you're gonna say, well, Ben, that's the point of a heel, that's the character he's playing. I get that. But for me, he has go away heat. Um, so that's a low point for me right there. Uh next up we have the women's tag team title match. Why is the Unholy Union, Alba Fire, and Iowa Dawn getting a women's tag team title match? What have they done to deserve a women's tag team title match? Did they even win a number one contenders match? I don't know. I'll have to ask Elio when he gets back behind the microphone. Um, And then, uh, I think... I think that in terms of low points. So we'll go actually no, I'll give a low point to Solo Sokoa versus 
uh, Randy Orton. Why? You know, I can hear everything you said. Oh, be yes, because you have the wireless headphones. Yes, I know. Elio's a show off. <laughs> no, I'm talking about these. These one, these ones don't uh, break up or cut out uh, when I walk away from the computer. Oh, uh, well, the, the other ones do. They, I wouldn't be able to hear you. Well, bully for you. <laughs> bully, okay. <laughs> Aren't you special? Uh, Can I continue now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, no, uh, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I can hear everything you said. You said you have a question to ask. Oh. So, uh, what was it? What about about Isle of Dawn and Elba Fire? Yes, yes, exactly. That's why. That's why I said I can hear everything you said because I heard you say you have a question. So what did they do to earn a shot at the women's tag team titles? Nothing. You heard it here first, folks. So, okay. I feel better now because I was trying to remember. And they haven't done anything, just like I thought. So clearly, I pay closer attention. Very good. Um... And then the last low point of the evening, honestly, I hated to do this, um, but it was Randy Orton versus Solo. Um, it was just okay. too uh, too short to matter. And, you know, he knew exactly what was going to happen with the interference with Roman and the bloodline. Uh, and, and I could have told you that, you know, when, when the match was announced. I could have told you that when Roman walked in the door. Um, you know, it's just the the overall issue with the bloodline is that it be it's just become too predictable, and there hasn't been any anything new with the storyline or any advancement in the storyline uh, for a, for a very long time now. I would actually say, and and Elio, feel free to jump in here if if you'd like. Um. You know, I would actually say there hasn't been any advancement with the bloodline since SummerSlam when Jimmy went against Jay in a singles match. Nope, nope, there hasn't. Um, and and that's a problem. Uh, so, so you know, that's all I had for um high points and 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 low points. Um, what did, what did you have um for SmackDown? So for high points, uh, for SmackDown, uh, basically uh, the opening set. Wait, what was the opening segment again? So the the opening. Hold on, I gotta scroll back up. Hold on one sec. I think it was yeah. uh that that contract signing. I I believe I believe so. I think yeah. Usually, was... usually, I'm not a fan of a contract signing. This one, uh, I like how. Now we gotta look that up. It's gonna bother me. Fuck. Playing out loud. Alright, let me uh let me just check SmackDown real quick here. Y yes, it was the contract sign. Yeah, with who again? So it was it was with the um 
the it was for the universal title, the Fatal Four Way. Oh, that's it. That's it. Right. Yeah. So usually I'm not a fan of the contract thing, but because I like the pull aparts and the brawls, so that was uh, one high point. Uh, another one. This uh, LW and Angel and Humberto match and. For low points, I have to give it to the KO show with Logan Paul because it's Logan Paul. <laughs> exactly what I said. <laughs> and yeah, like you, um, the solo Randy Orton match, it was okay. The it it wasn't it was a low point, but I like uh how Randy Orton just like RKO'd at Roman. But I thought the ending was really stupid. Roman Reigns getting involved, signing the contract, and throwing it down on the floor. Yeah. And then, and then he got RKO, and, and then Randy signed the contract and threw it down on top, or placed it down on top of uh, Roman. Now, now, now uh, I was reading this, um, but apparently, uh, Nicole, this is open to like having imagined the way to be. Well, I hope he does. I mean, because... I, I, I like seeing him back in the ring. I mean, I like him as a manager, channel manager, but I'd like to see him back in the ring. Put him against yeah. Adam Pierce. There you go. I well, I don't know if um I don't know if Adam Pierce um could still pull off the match. Uh, okay. That's because the last thing we saw him in was the gimmick thing. He he really wasn't wrestling uh, when he went. Against uh, Roman, um, so yeah, I, I really hate to take these guys who are actual wrestlers and put them in roles where they make it look like they can they, they can't wrestle or do anything. Well, yeah, and um, especially someone as credible as as you know Adam Pierce, you know what I mean? Because if you look him up, he was he was. Scrap he, Iron Adam Pierce. He was, he was legitimate. Yeah, he exactly. was an ROH. Yep. So, that, I think that's all we have for SmackDown, right? All right, so that does it for the weekend wrestling. Yes. Now, Ben, um, the other, a couple of weeks back, I was I was uh, putting together some Clint Eastwood posters, some movie posters, because I had a list of 15... The top 15 Clint Eastwood movies. I found this and I figure I'm going to add these to my poster collection. Okay. Okay. Are you a Clint Eastwood fan? Yes, I am. All right. Now, I this top 15, I put these movies in a tournament. However, I was upset with uh, three, of, three of these. Okay. I would re- I would replace it because this is top fifteen Clint Eastwood movies. It's not top fifteen movies directed by Clint Eastwood. So in this well, tournament, that's, that's a fair point. So in this tournament, we had High Plains Drifter versus Flag to Our Father, Unforgiven versus Bronco Billy, Million Dollar Baby versus Firefox, and Changeling versus White Hunter Blackheart. On the left side. On the right side, we had Honky Tonk Man playing Misty for me, The Mule versus Mystic River, The Gauntlet versus the Iwo Jima, and Bridges of Madison County versus the Outlaw Chelsea Wales. 
Bridges of Madison County made that list. Oh my god. That made that made that list. That made the list. Yeah. Oh I my know, god. That's painful. I am guessing you've seen it. I've seen I've seen pieces of it. I had to turn it off. That's well, not the Clint Eastwood movie. But he's in it. I know, I know. I oh, know. I, 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 I get what you're saying. It's not like his usual genre. I get it. Uh, so, um, this is what the second round looks like. High Flame Drifter moved on to face off against Bronco Billy, Million Dollar Baby versus White Hunter Black Heart. Then on the, in the right brackets, we had Honky Dog Man versus Mystic River and Letters from Iwo Jima versus Bridges of Madison County. I'll tell you what, I Iwo Jima better be Bridges of Madison County or we got a fucking problem. Well, here are your final four. Are you ready? Yes, sir. The left bracket, it was High Plains Drifter versus Million Dollar Baby and Honky Dog Man versus Letters from Iwo Jima. Yes, there is a god. <laughs> now, the finals, it's High Plains Drifter versus Letters from Iwo Jima. And the winner is, well, who would you go with? Uh, I would go for, with Letters. Letters from Iwo Jima defeats High Plains Drifter in the finals. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. All right, now, Ben, uh, we have block B of uh, the tournament for the worst for the worst matches. Very good. Now, let me just uh, go see what we have here. All right. So we had Goldberg and Under versus Undertaker from Super Showdown winning the block A, correct? For a very good reason. All right, now... um. Now we have to move over to block B. So fans, we'll be back shortly. All right. All right, Ben, so are you ready? Yes, sir. This first match on the in the left brackets really <laughs> Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal from WrestleMania 25. Yeah, okay. Versus the Big Boss Man and Al Snow from Unforgiven 99. Well, it, it's it's going to be the Miss WrestleMania. Okay. Because didn't Santina Morella win that? Or no, Santina Morella? No, no, he didn't. Santina won that, and it was stupid. Bye, Felicia. Get your ass <laughs> <out of here>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Then we had Undertaker versus Big Boss Man from WrestleMania 15. And Undertaker versus the Dudley Boys from Great American Bash 2004. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say uh Undertaker versus Dudley Boys largely because of of uh largely because of Paul Bear getting buried in cement. That was just kind of stupid. Okay, yeah, they uh, because hold on. It was supposed to be if Undertaker lost, then Paul Bear would get buried, right? Yeah. But Undertaker won, and he still pulled the the lever to to release the concrete. That was just weird. Why? It yeah. makes no sense. All right. So, which one did you said Undertaker Dudley Boys? Yeah. 
All right. Next up, we have Diesel and British Bulldog from Inger House 4 and Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg from WrestleMania 20. Really? Brock know, versus right? Goldberg. Come on, Come bro. On. Seriously? All right. Then we have Goldust versus Ultimate Warrior from Inger House 7. And Jerry Lawler versus Michael Cole from WrestleMania 27, the worst one of the worst WrestleManias ever. Um, I 100% agree, and and it's got to be uh Cole versus Lawler to move on. All right, so Jerry Lawler versus Michael Cole moves on to the next round. Hold on. Okay. So Lawler and Cole moves on. All right. Next up, we have Caitlin versus Maxine from NXT 2010. And Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt from Hell in a Cell. Um... I was because it was more notable and in a higher profile spot, mm-hmm. and and from better wrestlers, and you know the fact that it, you know, pretty much destroyed a feud that had a lot of promise. I'm gonna have to go with Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. All right, so Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell moves on. The next match we have is Jake Roberts versus Rick Rude from WrestleMania 4 versus Hornswoggle versus the Soaring Eagle from SmackDown. Hornswoggle. <laughs> right? I mean, come on, that was do you remember that one? Yeah. That was just weird. I'm curious to know who is under that uh, eagle. But no, you know what? I'm saying that. No, I'm not. Stop it. Yeah, don't, right. don't, don't make our pain worse than it has to be. Right? Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, Hornswoggle and Storm Eagle. So, if I'm like... If I'm like going off like this because I'm like actually writing it down, I should have had the, the rest of them written down, but I so I can keep track here on the in the brackets. Is one You're allowed, it's okay. All right, so next up, the final match on the in the right in the left brackets, Bret Hart versus Vince McMahon from WrestleMania 26. And Scott Steiner versus Triple H from Royal Rumble 2003. Oh my God, Scott Steiner! It's it's got to be because oh, Vince yeah. Vince and Brett was more of a gimmick match, mm-hmm. but but Scott and and Triple H was just awful. All right, so 
we have Scott Steiner, Triple H moves on. All right. So that takes care of the left side. Now we're going to go on to the right brackets. And here we go. The first match in the right brackets, John Cena versus Michael Cole from Raw 2012. Was it was that the one where where uh Cole got covered in barbecue sauce? Yes, sir. Okay. And uh Jackie Gaeta and Kristen Winsky versus Trish Stratus and Bradshaw from Raw. I'm gonna have to go with um with um Michael Cole and John Cena. Okay. Because and the reason I say that is because they were continuing the WrestleMania 27 bullshit and they should have just let it lie. Was it entertaining to see heel uh, Michael Cole get covered in barbecue sauce? Sure. But was it necessary? No. no. Okay. Then we All right. Then we had the Royal Family versus Clowns R Us from Survivor Series 94 versus Team Ivory and Team Moolah from Survivor Series 99. Um, you know what? I'm going to defer to you because honestly, I haven't seen any, uh, either one of those matches. So have you? Uh, actually, uh, didn't we? Uh, no. Um, you know what? The worst one. Uh, I'm gonna go with Survivor Series Clowns R Us versus uh the Royal Family because it was painful. Oh to yeah, oh yeah, we did we did see that one. That was um Survivor Series '94. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was that was 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 that the one where King was surrounded with the midgets? Yes, sir. Yeah. With, I'm sorry, with the little people, but he was he was calling them the midgets and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I'm one them for losing. Yeah, yeah, that one was terrible. All right, the next one we have is Diesel and Kate Mabel from SummerSlam '95, and the Brothers of Destruction versus Chronic from Unforgiven two thousand one. What was the first one again? Diesel versus King Mabel from SummerSlam 95. Yeah, that, Diesel King Mabel. All right. The next match we have is Tori and Sable from WrestleMania 15. And Goldust. No, sorry, we already we already had that one in. And uh Bushwhackers and Rusual Brothers from WrestleMania 5. Glory and Sable. Okay. So Tori and Sable move on. It's just put the Rujos in there. Rujos. Bushwhackers. All right, so Tony and Sable move on. All right. All right. 
Next match up, we have Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez from Crown Jewel. And Booker T versus Buff Bagwell from WWE Raw 2002. I'm going to say um, Brock and Kane. Okay. All right. So we have... We have... Stop it. All right, there we go. Oh, okay, there we go. So, Kane and Brock. And what did I say? Um, Booker T and Buff Bagwell, okay? Yeah. And... Booker T and Buff Bagwell. Okay, so Kane and Brock move on. All right. And the last match. The last match is the 2015 Royal Rumble. Oh, sweet Jesus. Versus. No, sorry. That, that was it. There, there's going to be. A, it's a triple threat match. Okay. So we have a we have a our triple threat match here. All right. So we have Kane Brock. Okay, and uh okay, there we go. All right, so the second round, Ben. Here we go. Yeah. The first match, the Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal versus Undertaker Taker Dudley Boys. Uh, the Miss WrestleMania. All right, so that moves on. And then we have Brock Lesnar and Goldberg from WrestleMania 20 and Jay Lawler versus Michael Cole from WrestleMania 27. Oh my god, that's tough. Um, I'm gonna say, um, Brock and and Goldberg, because that had more potential. Right. And the way and... it was the way it was handled going in was just atrocious. Yeah. And here's the triple threat. We have Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt from Hell in a Cell, versus Hornswoggle and Soren Eagle, and Scott Steiner, Triple H. Um, I'm going to go uh, Bray Wyatt and Seth. Oh, so. uh, all right, so that gives us our triple threat match on the left side. Back to the right brackets. John Cena, Michael Cole versus Royal Family Clowns Are Us. Royal Family Clowns Are Us. Right. Second match. Um. Actually, the... No, the second match uh, will be uh, Diesel and King Mabel and Kane and Brock. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Diesel and King Mabel. All right. And then we have 
Because King was never a wrestler, so you can't hold him to the same standard. Right. And then we have Tori and Sable and Royal Rumble 15. Um, I'm going to go uh, Royal Rumble 15. All right. Because so, that was just a massive disappointment. All right, so that gives us our triple threat match on the right side. All right, here we go with the triple threat matches now. The Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal, Brock Lesnar Goldberg, and Seth and Bray Wyatt. I'm so I'm sorry. Could you say that again? I you cut out for a second. So we have Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal, Goldberg and Brock Lesnar in WrestleMania 20, and Seth Rollins Bray Wyatt Hill in the cell. Honestly, I'm going Seth Seth Rollins Bray Wyatt Hill in the cell. All right, so that moves on to the finals. And who will they face? So it's Royal Family Clowns are Us, Diesel King Mabel, and Royal Rumble 15. Uh, Royal Rumble 15. Okay. So who, this is your finals, Ben, Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt and Royal Rumble 15. Um, I'm going to go uh, Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt, Hell in a Cell. All right. So that wins block B. Now, Ben, here it is. The, what is the worst match ever between Goldberg and Undertaker from Super Showdown and Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt, from Hell in a Cell? Goldberg, Undertaker. And there's your winner for the worst match ever. Goldberg versus Undertaker. How would you have voted that? I I would agree with that. Goldberg and Undertaker's that was atrocious. I when I saw that video back, I, I believe on the YouTube they had the highlights of that match and it was atrocious. Yes, I <laughs> so we're in agreement there. So there you go, Ben. That is your tournament. That you booked. Actually, let me pull you back up. Hold on. That's the tournament you booked. It's a thing of beauty. (laughs) It's just, Uh, it's marvelous. I should do this for a living. Now, before we uh, before we uh, go into commercial, Ben, the next uh, tournament I have, I'm I've got to put this together. But I was looking at it earlier, and let me just pull this up real quick. It is going to be the 101 greatest matches. It's going oh, to be I'm a so f- ex- I'm so excited. It's going to uh, be a, f- a four block tournament. Uh, yay! And even better than that, <laughs> after that tournament, we have the 100 greatest tag team tournament. I, oh my God. I cannot wait for that one. That should be fun. Tell us we don't work our asses off to provide entertaining stuff for you people. Right. But I think we should go into commercial and we'll be back with Wrestling Roulette. Oh, and and the Royal Rumble prediction. Oh, yes. And the, actually, you know what? Scratch that. Reverse it. We'll be back with... Our Royal Rumble predictions, we have to draw numbers for 89 and next week's Rumble. 
as well as I give our predictions for that one and wrestling roulette. Okay, very good. And folks, we are back, and we had a little bit of a uh, realization here. Um, this was originally scheduled to be a um, Royal Rumble prediction show of sorts, but uh, we we were looking at the card, and there's only four confirmed matches. Yes, you heard that right. A week ahead of time, there's only four <laughs> confirmed matches. Sounds like classic WWE. Uh, I would say this if it was Vince, and I got to say it, since it's Paul. Paul, you got to do better here with your build here, brother. Um, so we're going to... Um, we're going to switch up strategies a little bit. Uh, instead of doing a prediction um, show, we're going to do just a uh, Royal Rumble uh, reaction show um, next next weekend. And um, during during the break for our final segment, we drew numbers um for both the um 89 uh rumble which we are going to be reviewing on tuesday timeline this upcoming tuesday um for that elio and i each drew one number because obviously there's only one rumble um he, he drew number three and i drew number two so I I don't think we're I don't think either one of us are gonna win that level. And then for for uh, Royal Rumble twenty four, I drew eleven. He drew I drew eleven for the men's, uh, sixteen for the women's. He drew five for the men's and thirty for the women's. So he has a very decent shot of winning the women's in particular. Um, and so with that, we're going to um, just take it to our final segment, which is uh, wrestling roulette. And once again, we do apologize. We were planning on doing a uh, Royal Rumble prediction show, but uh, WWE had other plans. Uh, and once again, do better, Paul. Um, I love you, buddy, but I, I think we have a new title for this podcast. Do better, Paul! Uh, in, in all caps to reflect our anger. Um, Elio, do you have, uh, do you have Wrestling Roulette queued up? I'm just gonna, we're just gonna take a brief pause here so I can get the stupid ads out of the way. However, it all, it is all queued up and ready to go. Okay, very good. Alright, it's time for Wrestling Roulette. I play 21 themes. Ben has to guess which wrestler that theme belongs to. We have the obstacles along the way. A wrestler's theme shows up more than once in the rotation. It's minus one point. Ben, are you ready for your first one? Yes, sir. Here we go. I don't hear anything. You didn't hear anything? No. Hold on. 
All right, so on to wrestling roulette. And the way it works, I play 21 tracks. Ben has to guess which wrestler theme belongs to. Obstacles along the way, uh, whenever a wrestler's theme shows up more than once, is minus one point. Ben, are you ready for your first one? Yes, sir. Is that, um, is that damage control? No, it is not. Who was it? That's Bailey. I'm, shit, I almost said Bailey. All right, All right. number two, you ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> Mordecai? How? How? <laughs> How? <laughs> I, always, I always remembered that theme as like a different side of like the Undertaker's gimmick or something. So I always remembered that. <laughs> Plus, right. I, always, I always remembered his first, one of his first matches against like Rey Mysterio. Okay. So, yeah. All right, number uh, three. Here we go. Watch your ass in prison, Sonny. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure nobody wants you anymore. I'm sorry. All right, so you're up to number yeah for the two. Here we go, number four. Are you ready? Yeah. I legitimately have no idea. That is Kurt Hennig in the Red West Texas Rednecks. Okay. Rap is crap. <laughs> All right, number five. Undertaker. Undertaker. You have to three. Here we go, number six. Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. All right, number seven. This is Wardlow. Wardlow. All right, number eight. Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. 
That is Tamina. No wonder I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here you go, number 10. I didn't hear that at all. Hold on. Do you need to try it again? again? All right. Yeah, try again. Yeah, I can't hear that. I'll give you a bit more, a bit longer. Try it again, I just turned my volume up. Okay, I hear I heard it this time. No wonder I didn't hear that. That's weird. Um I I don't know who that is anyway. That is Kenny Omega. Wow. That's terrible. All right, number 11. Play that again. No, it is not. That is WCW Natural Born Thrillers. Okay. All right, number 12. Right. Uh, Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis. All right, number 13, coming up. You replay that. That is Sam Greco. Who the hell is Sam Greco? WCW. I don't even remember him. All right, uh, here we go. What the fuck? 14. Are you ready? Yes, sir. This will be a first for uh, Wrestling Roulette. Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. Yes. Rest in peace, brother. All right, number 15. Here we go. Come on. You know I got you. Yeah. One. Wait, no one. 
Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. All right, 16, here we go. Test. Test. All right. Number 17. Steve Blackman? No, it's not. That's the Ministry of Darkness. Oh, since when? That's fucking terrible. Get the fuck out of here. Should that be a minus should that be minus one? No, because Undertaker and Ministry of Darkness are, are different. Undertaker is solo and Ministry of Darkness is a stable. But Undertaker's the leader of the Ministry of Darkness. Well, I know, but but they're different entities. I think, by the way, that's uh, that's not a bad theme. That's cool. What are you talking about? You have to listen to the whole theme. That's well, it, well, maybe, but that's just it's fucking. Jim jo- it's Jim Johnston. Give the man okay. a break. Clearly, I clearly I have offended the great Dean Elio Canella. <laughs> keep your britches on. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, all right. So that's uh, seventeen, right? Yes. All right, eighteen. Here we go. Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, it is not. It is stunning Steve Austin. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number uh, 19. Here we go. Dude love. Dude love. All right, number 20. The Goodwins? The who? Goodwins? Goodwins? You mean Godwins? Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. It sent me Godwin. Now, that's terrible. Yes, it is. All right, number last one. Are you ready? Yeah. Wait. Okay, there we go. Sean Stasiak? No, it's not. That is Christian. Oh, okay. All right, Ben, that's 21 tracks. Your final score is 13. I did better today. Let's see what number 22 would have been. (laughs) 
FTR. FTR. All right. So, Ben, we see you bring this show to a close. Very good. All right. So, that is it for episode 296. Ben, we just said, oh, wait. Do better, Paul. That's the title of the show, is what you said, right? In all caps. All right. Because you you fucked up our plans. I love you, Tris, but you fucked it up. All right, so that is it for the PC Progression Wrestling Podcast. We will be back on Tuesday for Tuesday Timeline, going back to January 15th, 1989 for the Royal Rumble, and... Of course, after that, we'll be back next Sunday because we'll be watching the Rumble on Saturday night. Yes, and don't don't forget, over on POV, not only do we have our regular Friday show, we also have uh, the aftermath following the Royal Rumble on Saturday. So, my God in heaven, you won't even have a chance to miss us. And, of course, our special guest, that was joining us here being silent. Goodbye, Google. <laughs> you found the new leaving home routine. That's oh, wow. I found the new leaving home routine. Yay. Good one. Hooray. Ben, say goodbye to Google. Goodbye, Google. Goodbye, Google. <laughs> All right, so that is well, it. that was uh, anticlimactic. Right? Okay. <laughs> That's all we get is an okay. All right. Whatever. I don't know who he's been. Ben, say to the fans before we lose our minds. Have fun this weekend. I hope, I hope you guys have a lot of fun. Like us, this is our favorite show of the year. I hope it's one of your favorites. It should be. One of the best Royal Rumble in years, given the fact that it's not under the control of fans. Hi, Vinny. <laughs> Stay the fuck home, Vinny. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Welcome to the